Hello, thank you for joining me today for Give Him 15. And the title of today's post is Work While You Celebrate, Part 2. Yesterday, I began relating a dream given to Gina Golston from her new book, Carry On. Many of you are ordering it, which I highly recommend. Her website is a bit overwhelmed, which is a good thing, I guess. Good that you're doing it, you're ordering it. Just keep trying and you'll get through. Please also read yesterday's post if you haven't seen it in order to have the complete context for today's and tomorrow's posts because we read the beginning of the dream yesterday. We ended yesterday's post at the point that in the dream when God said a shaking was coming to America, but also told us not to fear. He assured us that America is anchored and surrounded by angels. Here is the next portion of the dream, followed by Gina's own comments and interpretation from the book. The dream continues. Next, there appeared a manila folder in the lap of each of the leaders seated on the stage. We opened our folder and found one sheet of paper each. On the paper was listed, or were listed, four instructive bullet points. Across the top of the page was written, Command the Forward. When I read those words, Gina says, I was a bit confused. The phrase was not command the forward, F-O-R-W-A-R-D, as in going forward. I understood, she says, that a forward, F-O-R-E-W-O-R-D, is something written for the beginning of a book. Was he saying that everything was going to be destroyed by this shaking? He had said was coming and that a new book was going to be started for America. There was a microphone on the stage and I worked up enough courage to walk up to it and ask, Lord, what does this mean? He answered audibly, speaking to everyone in the Colosseum. It's time to command what was written at the beginning. Command the forward. Bring this nation back into alignment with that which was written in the beginning when this land became a nation. This is the purpose for which she was established. Those prophetic decrees, this is still the Lord talking to us, those prophetic decrees were spoken in the beginning in agreement with my intended purposes. Now, I say to you, command the forward. Know my purposes. Decree those purposes. Do not back down. Know what I have said and established. Agree and decree in agreement with me. And your decrees will provoke a shaking that will bring this nation back into alignment with my original forward. Incredible. In that moment, the place, she says, in which we were gathered began to vibrate 
what felt like an electrical current, a wind started to blow. Then it was as if fire just dropped down out of the heavens onto every one of us. It wasn't a natural flaming fire. It was the fiery presence of the Lord as he entered the building in visible, tangible demonstration. When this happened, people began falling onto the floor, overwhelmed by the presence of the Lord. Some fell to their knees and began to weep. Others were running around, lifting their hands with shouts of joy. The thought that came to my mind in that moment was, this is a true baptism of fire. And no one in the room was exempt from it. No one questioned or debated it. No one was offended by the reactions to it. No one said, we don't believe in this, or this is not how we do it in our church. The baptism of fire came with force, and everyone received it. Somehow, we all understood that we were being transformed by the fire of God. After some time, the leaders, all of those in the room, were able to sit back down. As we each took our seat, a paintbrush and a bucket filled with oil appeared at every person's feet. The Lord instructed us, go from here, carry the oil and secure the perimeters of your states. Paint the perimeters with the oil, and it will be secured. We knew he was showing us that this, too, will help to secure us when the shaking comes. And now, that's the end of this portion of the dream. Now, Gina's comments regarding this portion. We must settle in our minds the indisputable fact that God has not led America to this point for the purpose of allowing everything he has said and done to crumble and fall. In the dream, he made it clear that he has never forgotten the purposes he had for America since before she was established. He referred to these purposes as his original forward. Our true history records that an idea and a longing begin to stir in the hearts of a group of men and women in England. God placed in them a longing. God placed in them a longing for a homeland where they could be free to live productively and worship him without restriction. That desire provoked them to leave everything they had known and with huge steps of faith set out on a long, arduous journey of discovery. The journey led them to the eastern shores of what would become one of the greatest nations on earth. Her greatness would not be because the people did everything right, Many dark moments have been recorded throughout our history. Her greatness would be because she was established as a nation under God. He led those pilgrims to these shores, and upon their landing, they planted a cross on the beach. 
then, through them, God prophesied his intentions for the nation's existence. On April 29, 1607, Robert, Reverend Robert Hunt stood and offered this prayer. We do hereby dedicate this land and ourselves to reach the people within these shores with the gospel of Jesus Christ and to raise up godly generations after us and with these generations take the kingdom of God to all the earth. Profound. May this covenant, still Robert Hunt and his prayer, may this covenant of dedication remain to all generations as long as the earth remains. And may this land, along with England, be evangelist to the world. May all who see this cross remember what we have done here. And may those who come here to inhabit join us in this covenant and in this most noble work that the Holy Scriptures may be fulfilled. From these very shores, the gospel shall go forth, not only to this world, but the entire world. That's our foreword. The following Bible passage was then read. Psalm 22, 27 and 8. All the ends of the world shall remember and turn to the Lord, and all the kindreds of the nations shall worship before thee. For the kingdom is the Lord's, and he ruleth among the nations. And that was in our foreword. And Gina continues, while I do not fully understand the symbolism and location of the anchors, all the anchors, mentioned in yesterday's post, to which the angels secured America in the dream. I am sure, she says, the cross they planted at Cape Henry marks one of them. As Robert Hunt released his prophetic prayer, right then and there, God revealed his purpose for the United States of America. From those words, we can conclude at the very beginning of this nation, God was anchoring her deeply to his prophetic declaration, America shall be saved. Though she has rocked and reeled in the tempest winds of evil agendas, and at times it has seemed she would surely fall, America still stands. She stands because God has purpose for this nation. He has never forgotten nor abandoned his original desires. His plan has not failed. His words have not been altered. Our nation is once again, still Gina, our nation is once again reeling in the adverse winds being stirred by evil agendas designed to uproot the anchors and destroy the foundation of our Christian heritage, but it will not happen. 
God has summoned his ecclesia. He is marking us with a fresh baptism of fire, filling us afresh with his spirit. A shaking is coming, but he has secured us to the anchor. We must know that and be convinced of it. That's the end of the quote from her book. Tomorrow, we will look at the instructions in the folder the Lord gave those in the Colosseum. And we'll mention, mention the traveling around the states and sealing them, protecting them with the oil of the Spirit. This is all important. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for raising up America as a voice for the good news of Christ's kingdom and redemption. This is undeniable. We are humbled and honored to be part of this plan. And though as a nation we have abandoned this calling, you have not. You intend to revive and refire it. We are forever grateful that the restoration and fulfillment of this purpose is not dependent on those who oppose you, but on Holy Spirit and the church. We, the ecclesia of Christ on earth, say yes to this calling. We say yes to our healing and yes to whatever is required in order for you to accomplish it. We do not fear this. We are anchored by you and your purposes, and we are surrounded by heaven's host. We now do as you instructed and command America's forward. We are a nation under God. We are in covenant with Yahweh. As an evangelist nation, we exist to fill the earth with the gospel. The Liberty Bell, rung on the day of our formal birth, confirms this through the scripture it contains, Leviticus 25.10. We were birthed by heaven under thousands of appeals. and We command this forward now. And our decree. We, the Ecclesia of Christ, will command America's forward into the airwaves of America, allowing Holy Spirit to reestablish its reality, and we will receive the fresh baptism of fire. Amen. Well, most. Almost all of today's post was taken from Gina's new book, Carry On. You can find The Dream in chapter 8, titled Anchored in Hope. And we give you a link to her website. Once again, it's being a bit overwhelmed. Just be patient. Keep trying. You'll get through. And Thank you for ordering the book. You're going to appreciate it. And thank you for joining me. 
I'll see you tomorrow and we will finish the dream. And if we don't get it finished, I'll carry it into next week, but I think we'll finish it tomorrow. See you then.